1: hey hey all you castle fans out there thank you for joining us for season 8 episode 12 recap of castle i'm jj snyder yeah why not (laughs) Thank you. Thank you out there. That's our studio audience out in the interweb. (laughs) Yes, it was a good episode. That that was some serious Mm -hmm. applause.
2: This is my co-host, Lucretia. Lucretia, thank you for being here today to talk about Castle. Well, I'm happy to be here, actually, in the morning for once to talk about Castle. Who wouldn't want to wake up with Castle? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And you guys, uh, uh, thank you for being
1: flexible with us. We're live at 1130 mm-hmm. Pacific Coast time right now, um, and that is just for this week. It's a long story, but there's a lot of uh, scheduling issues going on this week because it's yeah. Oscar week here in LA. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. I yes. don't think I'll be able to get out of my house on Sunday. <laughs> is that, oh, do you live by Yeah, I live theater? right by the Chinese theater. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. They shut down the whole block. Pretty much. Yes, fantastic. Hmm, I wonder if Nathan and Stana will be going to Oscar parties this week. <laughs> Surely. Doesn't everybody go to Oscar parties? I think so. It's definitely, it's like the Super Bowl of Hollywood this week. Uh, but
2: that is no matter because we are here to talk about the blame game. <laughs> uh, what do you think of this episode? I actually really liked it. To me, uh, yes, we've seen the story like a hundred times or whatever, you know, and so many things, but for Castle, to me, to do that was really good because he is a problem solver and to see them separated, but still being the ones to solve the problems in their specific rooms. I like that and just reminded me of Saw a little bit, the Saw series. Oh man, the whole setup, like if you're <laughs> claustrophobic, this is not your episode.
1: Um, the, so the whole idea of being locked in a room with people and something about that window shade going up and there being like lights there in a wall that that whole idea is just like a nightmare to me Woo! but very Mm -hmm. different episode um i'm sure that um this episode really had a different tone than the rest of the season we're
2: hearing that from people on the message boards already wouldn't you agree yeah i mean and that's the thing is like this was actually really well written even though it was kind of predictable it was Mm -hmm. still fun (laughs) It was really, really fun and suspenseful is the word being thrown around. Speaking of the message boards,
1: we're talking about the message boards of our show live on YouTube. Um, We'd love you to join them. It's a real fun way to interact with other people. And while you're there, hey, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. Please give us a thumbs up, please. (laughs) I can't even get it out. Woo! lucretia and i are a little tired today <laughs> yes isn't that right for mm-hmm. different reasons
2: of course yes yours is more interesting well and if anybody watches the x-files after show you're well aware i was drinking scotch to get over that horrible finale yeah so mm-hmm. Luc- lucretia
1: had two uh, glasses of scotch which mm-hmm. is very castle yeah isn't it yes um also if you're listening on soundcloud or itunes thank
2: you for listening that's all I was going to say. I was waiting for you to kick in there. <laughs> I know. I was like, what's she going with here? <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you to talk to the people on iTunes. Talk to the people on iTunes. All right. Thanks for listening there on iTunes. And while you're listening, could you please rate us? Give us a review so we can keep Castle on the air. That's right. Okay. So this episode starts off um, in the apartment of a, mm.
1: a young blonde woman. Mm. She's getting ready for the night. Um, right away, I just knew she was probably gonna be in for it. It wasn't gonna be good for her. And, uh, she kind of walks out of the room, walks back in the room, and it's that, that terrifying moment that we've seen before, but it never fails to terrify <sighs> me. And that is that someone wrote in lipstick on her mirror. And you see that register with her. A really bizarre kind of circular, little epitaph what did you think of that Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i thought what is she a pretty little liar i mean what is Eh. what are we having here
1: (laughs) and uh we see a figure in the background and bam bullet through the back of the gal and blood on the mirror
2: yeah that was a really well shot scene to me the direction of that just the way that they did it was at least really interesting i mean come to find out she was not as significant to the story which was i thought was really interesting but yeah i mean it did that's start true. out mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that is different oh mm-hmm. do we have a photo up right now mm-hmm. um
1: this is a great suspenseful shot this is from later in the episode but mm, we love to see beckett and castle together mm-hmm. in this episode um yeah it, that's true mm-hmm. she kind of so she she was a news producer mm-hmm. as it finds out emma matthews and um she had just gotten a promotion at the news station to be doing the eleven o'clock news and um so right away the the idea was that possibly the guy she beat out for the job was gonna be guilty, which was another news producer, yeah, and it so they brought him in, but that was that was a not a good lead
2: no it actually just became you know way bigger because you realize Castle and Beckett are both gone and of course this means Haley and Alexis to the rescue at Uh, first yes okay
1: so we got Haley back in this episode because we've been missing her a bit and, um, you know, and, and, and we've been seeing a lot of Martha and Alexis together. Yeah. But starting out at that lunch, um, <laughs> at the very beginning or like a bright, they're having breakfast together.
2: And I love that
1: scene. That was an adorable scene.
2: Yeah. To me, that being the opener was just so cute. My favorite line was when Alexis says, you know, he's just going to keep pouting till he gets his way. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's yes. so funny. It's, she's clearly the adult. <laughs> yes. So the premise is that Castle's gotten a call from
1: Stephen King's people mm-hmm. and he wants to to meet up for wait 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 for it
2: collaboration <laughs> that was my
1: favorite line
2: yes he was so excited and then they didn't even really care and he's like oh yeah. oh it
1: was, was so funny cute. And then Martha had a really good line, too, right after that. She's like, Mm -hmm. if you think you're going to get top billing after Stephen King, no, 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 (laughs) dear. No, that's not going to happen.
2: Yeah, that was such a mom burn. (laughs) Yeah, she's like a diva. That was great.
1: Okay, but he's he is off. He's been texted the address to this building, and he's presumably going to meet Stephen King. And I think it was pretty clear when he stepped off the elevator into that hallway Mm -hmm. that this was not what was happening in this hallway. It It was bad.
2: Yeah, I thought maybe it's Stephen King playing a joke on him. That would have yeah. been funny. Um, because he's a Yankees fan and then that broke my heart as well. So I guess no one's perfect. Oh, did
1: you catch that about yeah. the Yankees? <laughs> he's yeah, like, they, oh, yeah. he's a
2: Red Sox fan, but no, I'm a Yankees fan. That's really why we don't get along. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like that. That was cool. Um,
1: and, uh, then when the lights started to go out one by one, I, me too, Castle had that moment of, of going, oh, okay, you're playing a joke on me, mm-hmm. Stephen King, oh, okay, I get it. And then we basically cut to him waking up in this kindergarten room.
2: Yeah, that's why I was like, that's an interesting thing. I was wondering where they were going with this, being in the kindergarten room, so at first I'm just like, hmm, and then, of course, he wakes up with three other dudes and you know, no one seems to want to play ball, but I can tell you, um, the uh, Todd, as we first learned him, yes, I kind of knew from the beginning did you that guys, Todd? that guy's fishy. See, you're good. I did. Yeah. I, I, I thought they
1: all three were innocent uh, right off. You know, the bat it took me a little bit while, a little while to get suspicious. Although in retrospect, him saying he was a preacher. Yeah. And, and not having a partner in the other room. It's like, oh, duh. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it's such a nightmare setup to be locked in a kindergarten room. And the art direction was so mm-hmm. good. I felt like, like all the supplies and all the signs on the wall, like really brought me back to what a kindergarten room really looks mm-hmm. like. That was creepy. American Horror Story Castle. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was. It was. It was like a mini horror film in this one episode. Um, all right. So Judah, Simon, and Todd are the other guys he wakes up with, and they're they're feeling pains in their shoulders.
0: Yeah. Hey,
1: now, when they discovered that symbol, not all of them had it, but when
2: they discovered the symbol
1: that was on them, yeah. did you at first think, oh, my God, they were given tattoos? Because mm-hmm. I was thinking it was a real tattoo at first.
2: No, I didn't think that. I was like, okay, so the ones with the symbols are going to be significant to some greater purpose. So I thought that was, you know, and Castle didn't have one. So yes, exactly, it wasn't about him. Yes. (laughs)
1: All
2: right. So cut to back to the 12th precinct.
1: And about this time, Beckett gets a text, right? With this address and from Castle Mm -hmm. saying, come here now. And
2: I thought, oh, good. He got to text her really quick before he was abducted. Is that what you thought? Yeah, at first first. I didn't think that Beckett was going to be involved in this because we, you know, only see these guys in the room and how they're going to get out. And there was nothing kind of spoiled in any previous. So yeah, I thought it was interesting how it kind of turned it around and made her the target. Yeah. Yeah. The, the second target and how he coupled people
1: up. Ooh, creepy. Um, okay. So we've got Ryan and Espo. Oh, we saw, we saw, uh, we saw Lainey back on the crime scene. And, um, so we've got Ryan and Espo on the case and, um, they now are both aware that Castle and Beckett are missing. So now Mm -hmm. cut to Beckett in a room of her own, which in her own little nightmare Mm -hmm. with these, with these ladies. Yeah. But only two ladies. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which I was like, what, why is there only two? And then I think the, the device of having those cameras Mm -hmm. go on and showing the screens of the other people in the rooms like, that was very, very creepy. Total yeah. Total orchestration by whoever was doing this.
2: Yeah. I mean, he did a really good job of literally making sure every little nook and cranny was covered. These mm-hmm. rooms were, like, perfect and creepy, which I'm guessing, you know, we find out later it was his parents who had these. But, yeah, all the little bits he went through with the camera and showing people just to, like, Get them to kill each other, basically. Yes. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna go off topic for a second because Sophie wants to talk about
1: Beckett's look for this episode. Mm -hmm. You know, I always like to talk about Beckett's hair. Um, I thought her hair was a little different. She did look a little different in this episode. Um, and when she stepped out in the hallway Mm -hmm. a little later in the episode, I noticed that girl had some platform heels on. Actually, it was probably around the time that photo that we have was taken. Um, did you notice that? Yeah. She had some heels.
2: Only Kate Beckett would look like a model um, when you're trapped in a room. (laughs) Can you imagine being,
1: oh my gosh, being a cop and wearing those giant heels? But hey man, it's TV, it's glamorous. Yes. Okay. So back on topic. So we know now they're both trapped in these rooms and. there is uh an unlocking of clues. So we had that big episode with the bee being let loose in the room mm. and the one guy who's allergic to it being stung.
2: Yeah, I was like, that seemed very odd and put there. It was a little yeah. bit too put there for me. I mean, it was
1: kind of like, oh, look, there's a bee. Oh, no, I'm allergic. Oh, no, it stung me. Like, it no. was a little put there. Yeah. But it did get the whole... I guess like what it did is it helped them really further the idea that this person completely had this
2: orchestrated Mm -hmm.
1: and that there were these really complex clues all over the room
2: yeah it's like the cigarette. and too like on the girl's side they also had the cigarettes had peanut butter in them and she's allergic to peanut butter so it's like he did like all this creepy research like because do people post like on their twitter or whatever they're allergic to peanut butter how are you going to know that totally Mm.
1: and then i start thinking backwards how did he even get beckett's Cell phone number, text or that. Like, there was an enormous amount of, of research that went into this by a sick, sick, twisted person. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Ryan and Espo didn't have a huge role in this episode. Um, although they did, um, they did kind of help back at the precinct a little bit. Um, but no great, like, personality really, kind yeah. of fun bits for them
2: at, yeah which right is now, what right? we're used to seeing is they're yeah. the comic relief so that was a little disappointing we didn't get any of that but the story was really good so i was like willing to forgive
1: yeah totally i think like it's just you know they'll have episodes that are centered around them later in the season but um for all intent and purposes
2: what's that i'm like what? i guess something just started playing I was, was that like, yours oh, wow yeah it must be
1: Lucretia has something playing on oh wow laptop it happens um, so, uh, okay, so after the bee sting, then, um, they start to unravel that the clues aren't as obvious as we think either, it's sort of like you gotta take it a step further. And I had noticed the clock on the wall was stopped. Mm -hmm. before that. Did you notice that? I'm like, oh, it's at 3 o'clock. What does that mean? Because then I started being like a sleuth.
2: Yeah, I started looking around the room, seeing like, okay, what what means what? Because you know, they're looking for all these clues, but yeah, like, is the 3 o'clock significant or, you know? Yes. What else is in here? So, one of the guys gets angry,
1: and um, you know someone's going to blow their top pretty quickly. And I, I also started, personally, I started to think, oh my gosh, if If I was in a room like that, you would have to really rely on the other people not to, you'd have to really trust each other. Like, okay, we're in agreement here. No one's going to kill each other.
2: Yeah. And that was, to me, is like, I mean, that was his whole point, I'm guessing, was to get them to try and kill each other. But luckily, Castle and, oh, let me try to remember his name one of the guys yeah like Simon Judah or Todd it was Judah yeah and that was the thing is Castle and Judah are both very calm very wanting to work this out working together and then you know as we know Simon uh is a little bit of a hothead and Todd is just creepy and kind of you know suspicious yes and um Castle did kind of
1: Take on the leadership role right mm-hmm. away. Like he started going, like, no, guys, he's messing yeah. with us. Let's yeah. use our minds and figure this out. Um, so they they figure out that they they save him because of the clock. They realize the the one the hand the one the hand on the one and the hand on the three mean give the guy both vials of one and three, and that will bring him back to life from this anaphylactic shock he's going in, which luckily worked. And I'm like man, that was a lot to go through for that poor yeah. guy's body. I was like, what? Ah! It was brutal. Um, and then when they pull the clock off the wall, then they find another clue.
2: Yes. I, you know, and it was really interesting, all these little clues and how they fit together and all the, the process that he went through to, I mean, he poisoned himself, and, you know. Yeah. Just to get them to try and kill each other. And... Absolutely mm-hmm. right internal their spouses and everything I know that's what
1: I thought later too totally absolutely the foaming at the mouth mm-hmm. and all that yeah yes um so when the uh the the one guy gets mad and he grabs the axe off the wall mm-hmm. which of course yeah. is like a rubber axe rubber mm-hmm. <laughs> And that was really the first sign of violence, like someone like losing it. It was was very Lord of the Flies, I thought. Like, okay, here we go.
2: Yeah, it's not like they've even been trapped in there for like what? I mean, I don't know how the time was going by in there, but it obviously wasn't that long. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, how are they gonna? How are they gonna get out? So
1: they um, Castle realizes that that axe, though, like the fire axe on the wall, actually has a key. At the end of the stick, which was awesome, so he was able to turn it in the door and unlock the box. And there's a gun and a note, which basically says, you know, have at it. Like whoever's left gets to live. Yeah. And we're like, okay, here's the game. So this is all a game, right? So now they they know, like they know what they're in for. Like this is someone's sick experiment. Um. Totally, totally creepy. Okay, let's look at the message boards for a second here and let's see what we got. Um. Oh, were Castle and Kate not hiding their relationship anymore? Yeah. I kind of thought that if you think about it, like it's interesting. Yeah. Because this was like a way to have them be able to be together, but they're still presumably hiding their relationship. It was kind of a storyline outside of that.
2: Yeah, because nobody was actually thinking about that at this point. It uh-uh. was all about trying to get out of there. You know, uh Alexis, Haley, you know, uh, Ryan and Esposito, everybody's just trying to find them. They're not even thinking about it, you know, because technically they are still married. So if somebody were to target one of them, they would, you know, assume that they would still care about one another at least, or they might even not kn- know that they're broken that up. they're separated. Doesn't, yeah.
1: Yes. That's what, that's exactly what I thought. Um, and so speaking of other people knowing, so Haley comes over, uh, to Castle's house, and says um you know like where's castle because he was supposed to meet a very having Mm -hmm. a very important meeting i think it was like at three o'clock in the afternoon he didn't show up and what's up with that and alexis is like oh no he's meeting with with stephen king King, the author and and uh in fact i have the number let me just call him there right now i'll call his assistant she dials the number and it's like a
2: a a a deadline yeah that well, was bad. Was yeah, and she, her. she of course, you know, like anyone, oh, I must have missed out. Yes. Nope. Yeah. And then, um, of course, I loved how Haley was checking tw- Stephen King's Twitter to see where he was. Yes, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Where was he in South America or something? Yeah, it was like not yeah, even in this
1: country. He's like, Me, he's not even here. Yeah. And I love it when they, I mean, they can literally put clues together in like 10 seconds. So, boom. Mm. So now we've got those two ladies who are pretty fierce crime, si- crime fodder, fighters. I've got, I've, I don't, I, I can't talk today. Can you <laughs> Did you me? drink last night? Too? Did I drink? <laughs> I'm stuttering today because you yep. drank last night. Nope.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're that connected. Mm. Yeah, we are.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, um what happened to Svetlana and Dr. Livingstone? Oh yes, they're, they're the supposed other people they're I dating. I know. I think we'll hear about them, them again. Everyone loves those names. Those yeah, names. it's funny. So I bet the writers had a fun time sitting around coming up with that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, okay. So now that we know we've got everybody basically trying to find them. So now we also get to start to see the, the other side of the case unravel. Right? Which is, Mm -hmm. we find out that um, our victim in the first place, Emma Matthews, um, also in the news station had been putting some tapes, downloading some tapes into the hard drive at the news station because she was onto a tip. Mm -hmm. She was going to, she was working on a story of some kind. And she had, a, a hot tip. So the, uh, folks at the 12th precinct are able to access those tapes and they find out that what they are are really creepy videos from yeah. two, um, from a couple named the Norcliffs were like famous psychiatrists mm. and they had been doing these creepy experiments and these were actually just hours and hours of footage of their own children solving problems and not being able to get up from a table. They had to sit there and solve problems.
2: Yeah, it's just, I mean, we do know that experiments like this happen and, you know, are usually a little bit outdated. I mean, obviously, this was, like, 20 years ago, but it was just, like their own children they're twins and that's you know of course we find out that the daughter killed herself because of this i mean yeah in theory of yeah, all this mental torture of just being forced to sit in a chair and solve puzzles for like most of your childhood like oh so oh. sad now
1: you know one thing we haven't talked about either that was also on those videos i mean we only saw them briefly but um was that that little round puzzle that they were all playing with and I'm sure there's folks out there that have a specific name for that do you you know a name for that sort of puzzle that's, that's on an axis like that a yeah. round axis. I don't either, but we would love it if any of you guys out there had any ideas. Write it on the message boards about what you would call that kind of a puzzle. Yeah,
2: because I'm sure it has a
1: special name, but I I'm think like, so too, I though. don't know. I think so, too. So, not only had that poor girl, commit the daughter, mm-hmm. who now is grown up, um, and they seem to be, what, in their 30s or so. Yes. Um, not only is she committed suicide, but literally just a few days before.
2: Yeah. So, obviously, this is probably what prompted her twin brother to make this elaborate game plan. Yeah. I think it was, like, his final
1: straw. Right? Mm-hmm. So, what you really have is you have really uh, creepy, kind of inappropriate um, uh, science experiment going on on these kids, probably in, like, the 1970s. Yeah. And it kind of got swept under the rug and um and these kids were completely damaged because of it
2: yeah and that was what was interesting is how he picked who to put in there was based on them being swept under the rug Mm -hmm. and that was the thing i missed now with beckett it was because of the 12th precinct and um was judah's wife worked for um like the child advocacy or some kind of child services that had ignored them as well i think or the school board yeah there was something like that but what was simon and meadows yeah simon and
1: meadows connection to
2: to brandon yeah Yeah, because that was my thing is i kept rewinding it but i'm like they never explained theirs so why were they there yeah yeah exactly did anyone catch
1: that that, 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 that was true. I mean, it really made sense once it all started to yeah. unwind. Even though Castle was like, hey, you can't blame this on Beckett. She was like a child yeah. when this happened, <laughs> exactly. right? Yeah. But he had remembered that, um, he, he and his sister, basically they're abused children and that the 12th precinct had come by as some cops, you know, back in whatever, the seventies, you know. and asked like five minutes of
2: questions and then left. Yeah. And he sure harbored that resentment. So... And uh Boo Sixty Nine B's brings up it was really cool when Kate made that puzzle into a bomb with the play Doh. I was like, Yeah, that that was cool. Like Oh, the Play-Doh. Yeah. yeah, the Play-Doh
1: moment was awesome. Yeah, it was neat that they, and they were, like, sitting at the little desk mm-hmm. doing it, um, and the other gal helped her. And I love that they put that line in. Like, I thought maybe it would have some significance. Yeah. She goes, i mm, I've always loved the smell of this stuff.
2: Yeah, I thought it was funny. And
1: but... I thought it was going to, like, lead to something, but I'm like, no, they just put it in because everyone says that. Yeah,
2: it's like, Play-Doh smells good. <laughs> doesn't taste that great, though. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> have you eaten it? Of course. Who didn't try it when you were a kid? You're like, A eh. mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. No. It just
1: kind of bland and a little salty sort no. of like something. But it does smell good. Um, okay. So, yeah. I mean, Beckett and Castle really became the leaders amongst their groups. Um, and they both also deduced that there was the right amount of guns in the bullet.
2: hmm
1: Guns in the bullet. Bullet in the guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's been a long day, right? Yeah, Already. I mean, it's good. I think it's warm in here, too. Yeah.
1: Can we get some air in here? Mm-hmm. Would you mind helping us out with some air? See, what's happening, guys, is that uh in February, it's, um, it's like 85 degrees in L.A.
2: Yeah. We're warm. I'm sorry, those of you on the East Coast, but it's, you know, it's brutal here, too. 85. It is. It is. I had to put on jeans instead of shorts today. It was shocking
1: um thank you for turning on the air we appreciate it um smells okay where we have some interesting comments on play-doh uh, on the message boards, very interesting <laughs> okay so so we have these we have these guns um at one point uh the gal in with beckett grabs the gun mm-hmm. she was kind of the the hot wire right from the beginning the yeah gal. but
2: she was the same gal who grabbed the cigarettes yeah, that was my yes. thing. Is this meadow chick was um, hysterical to me because I'm like, oh boy, she is just ready to kill someone like right off the bat, or just like, oh god, I gotta have a cigarette. You know, this to me, I still have no idea why they were significant, her and her husband. But I thought she was entertaining because it's like, all right, gun, I'm just gonna kill the both of you and get out of here. Yeah, she was hot. Like, head. all right, lady. Okay, now and even before
1: that, we haven't mentioned that. Um the the other the guy who was a judah or simon fired on himself in the other room
2: yeah because the the gun was shot back yeah oh that was
1: brutal that was bad that was a bad moment um so we see him on that yeah so we're like one man down right at this point Mm -hmm. yeah okay Okay, so uh, around about this time, then, the 12th Precinct is getting a little bit closer because um, they found out the address of the building, and they got some
2: surveillance tape. Again, Mm -hmm. surveillance
1: tape, very effective people. Nope. When in doubt, pull out the tape.
2: Yeah, that's why I don't get why they don't have cameras everywhere, right? It solves every crime. I know, it does. It makes me want to go put more
1: more, uh, cameras up. There's a lot of talk about maybe Beckett being pregnant. I don't know. There's... I mean, you know, people love to... Smells. She she has something about smells. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, there's so there's a lot yeah. of talk. Is Beckett
2: pregnant again? Which is kind of perpetual speculation, guys. But... Yeah, I mean, because yeah. that would be the natural progression of their relationship. And I think that's why, you know, everybody's always saying it ever since they got married. is like, oh, yeah, they need to have a baby. But, I mean... Beckett wouldn't be able to be Beckett with a baby. <laughs> she'd be Mama Beckett. I know. Because, yeah. yeah, she can't run around and be a badass when she's, like, six months pregnant. <laughs> well, she could probably yeah. tell, like, you know, seven or eight months. Yeah. would have to ch- chill. The yeah, have to actually sit down and not wear the heels. And <laughs> It's like, see, that's the thing is I just can't see Beckett pregnant. <laughs> okay, let's take a poll and maybe um, add yeah.
1: AfterBuzz... Um, tv Mm -hmm. castle will help Mm -hmm. us out with this this week because we had some really fun polls going on um online on twitter guys let's take a poll who thinks that beckett will be pregnant before this series ends and who thinks the series will end without beckett being
2: pregnant that's a great poll yeah that is a good one yeah because there's so many people you know like me where i'm just like it would change the dynamic so much i i think you know if they're going to end it she can be pregnant. Yeah, they can yeah, go out like that, yeah. but it's not
1: like we want to see them, see them. post-baby. No, yeah. and right.
2: that is the thing. It's like, because they both, you know, the whole thing is about them solving mysteries and going into dangerous situations. Parents don't need to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they need to protect, yeah. their, protect their young.
1: It's so much cooler in here, yeah. guys.
2: It's like, whew,
1: you feel that? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God for air conditioning. Oh, it feels nice. Okay, so back to the surveillance video. Mm-hmm. So we see uh, Castle's sweet red car mm-hmm. pull up, and we see him go in the building. And then there had been this uh, this suggestion of a white van, because we know that the guy at the news station drives a white van. Mm-hmm. The, the producer, who didn't turn out to be involved in this, but... Um, they see on the side of the building a white van and then they look again and they see someone's
2: feet sticking Mm -hmm. out of the van and a guy being stuffed in there. So they pretty much have their address at this point. Yeah, and to me it's just like did people not expect it to be a white van? I think it was Nathan Fillion last night when live tweeting was talking about, you know, only criminals drive white vans i mean (laughs) they're always suspicious oh my gosh i hate to tell you what i call them
1: (laughs) yeah right right yeah a van is very Mm -hmm. suspicious at this point i grew up with a um my family had a bright orange van it was sweet
2: oh wow sweet
1: and it had a rug and a refrigerator in it
2: (laughs) that is like a, a shag rug yeah do they still have it? it was I'm sure it's worth like a million dollars now. You know what? It would be so cool if we did, but we I think we sold it
1: on you know like in the newspaper at some oh, point. Yeah. But we had it for a good 15 years. Oh wow! Like we used that thing out. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so back to the creepy guy in the van. <laughs> um, so now uh, Beckett and Castle, prospectively, have both busted out of this room, their rooms, and um, they meet up in the hallway. Both groups of people. And it was scary for a moment because it looked like maybe the guy who... We still don't know who set this up, right? Yeah. So we see a shadow and we're thinking maybe it's the guy who set this all up. Because I'm thinking, yeah. how are they going to even get out of the hallway? This yeah. Could, this could just get bad from here. It's not like they're free. And um, But Beckett's ready with the gun. And did you think when she was walking in the hallway with the gun, I'm like, what if the gun backfires on her? Yeah. I'm like, if you shoot a gun, you should do it like this. So if it backfires doesn't hit the bullet doesn't hit you
2: and castle said that he's like oh don't shoot it (laughs) it'll backfire so it comes around the corner and it's castle and then they had a little hug that was a
1: nice moment um and now the team is together so they're proceeding down the hallway they end up making their way into like a final room and the door shut and we know like this is the final stage of the game right um and now the stakes are higher because there's these they're the big handles on the door on the walls and we know it's sort of like, okay, now the couples are pit against each other, and now they either got to sink or swim, like they got to get out of here. Meanwhile, all the folks at the Twelve Precinct are on their way, but there's a clock on the wall, and it's ticking five minutes. So the heat is
2: on. <laughs> yes. Well, and to me, in that room, I mean, it really didn't seem like it was booby-trapped like some of the other ones. So you're like... It's clearly blank. What is going on here? Like, what, what will happen, uh, if they don't get out, you know, I mean, yeah, do that, it. It, it do you didn't really like have a good stakes there. That, yeah, that
1: wasn't totally filled yeah. in. I mean, until the guy pulled out the gun, um, off the wall, but we're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I, at first, I agree too, cause I'm like, so what are those levers yeah. gonna do? Like, one lever's gonna, yeah, it didn't really make sense. So, uh, a couple people get out of Dodge, um, and, uh, so we're left with this, this guy, Todd, and somehow Castle and Beckett, they were kind of on the other side of the room. So when the door opened, they didn't run out. And by the way, when the door opened, it was just like green plants. Yeah, you know, and the people ran out. I'm like, I wonder where they're running out to. Yeah, that
2: was my thing. Is when they run out, are they yeah. like murdered by like you know something, know. or is there a booby trap out there? That's sort of what yes. I thought. I was like, we don't really know if they were okay. Like, <laughs> like, like, it's a,
1: like I know, like it's a good thing to be running out the door. I know that's exactly what I thought. That's hilarious. Um. All right, so now, though, Todd really reveals himself. Yeah. To, and, and Beckett and Castle have already figured it out at this point. It's yeah. you, dude.
2: Yeah. Like it was pretty obvious that they knew it was him as soon as they stepped into that next room. Cause like uh, they said, you know, you ran in there knowing that it could be booby, you know, trapped. And just like with the gun and the, um, the beasting and all this, you know, something didn't add up with this guy. Yep. Yep. And, uh, of course I'm impressed with their skills knowing
1: that, mm. that they knew it was him cause I didn't. Um, at which point he activates another cool little pocket on the wall and pulls out a bigger gun and just has <laughs> yeah.
2: Beckett and Castle locked I at the that end that of the barrel. Was there. you did. <laughs> it's like, I was like, well, here's just a random shotgun that I had just in case you guys didn't kill each other. Like you thought of that too. My plan B. <laughs> Not to
1: mention the rent this guy was pay- paying yeah. on the floor of this building or wherever we are, right?
2: Yeah, I was thinking Basically that maybe whole- this is his parents, like, you know, doom area. So, uh, oh. you know, trust fund boy probably didn't pay for it. That's why he didn't mind destroying it. See, this was more backstory. Mm-hmm. We're creating backstory. Uh, yeah, I just the, made The up. writers
1: didn't fill in, yeah. but it's
2: logical if you think
1: about it. Okay. Um, but I was scared because it, we, we just knew it was like a matter of seconds before the 12th precinct got there. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted them to like, run in and get them. Yeah. Um. And, I mean, this part was really sweet. I thought it was really cool because you could just tell how Beckett and Castle were under so... I mean, it was like so much pressure
2: yeah. and how their mind. I felt like their minds were linked. Yeah, that they you were know? on the same wavelength the entire time on what to do. You know, they had this telepathic conversation about, yeah, we're going to get him. I'm going to take the gun and you're going <laughs> to...
1: And then, and then Castle... With this. Un- yeah. Unscrewing the lever. Because yeah. he, he could see it was a pipe that could be unscrewed.
2: Yeah. I was I'm- like, that's awesome.
1: And he's, like, talking to the guy. So, he's distracting him. Like, I'm not undoing a pipe over here. I'm not going to hit you with it. And yeah. then like, cool. Oh. <laughs> he gets them. So,
2: so actually... Castle and Becker really got themselves out of this situation. Yeah. And a few seconds later, then
1: in comes the 12th precinct. Yeah.
2: Yes. And I loved how, um, you know, like, oh, how did you find us? And they're like, we had our best man on the job, and it's Alexis. So I was like, oh, that yes. was really sweet. Yes. Alexis and Haley. Um, Alexis and Haley definitely
1: played a huge part in solving this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting episode. I mean, it was really, really different. I would actually like to look up um I'm going to look up right now just wh- who the writer was on this episode um but for you you really like this episode this is yeah, like kind of really your good. cup of tea right?
2: Yeah because the- I like the Saw movies actually and I love puzzles and all that so it was really interesting and to me that's a part of Castle because he's a mystery writer he's all about the mystery the puzzles. so it kind of brought it back to um you know, old school castle back to just solving things. Yeah, totally. And for those people who, you know, like the,
1: the, um, the mind element Mm -hmm. of the show, like this was a great episode and I, you know, I tend to kind of favor the episodes. Like we had a few weeks ago where, you know, there's like a musical theater number. Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, the the great thing about Castle is I feel like it kind of pleases different groups of people in that way. Each episode can be a different flavor.
2: Yeah, cause that's right? the thing is like whether, you know, you're a fan of Nathan's from his soap days, his sci-fi days, or, you know, you like the relationship between him and uh, Beckett and Castle, or the mystery, or, you know, like you say, they do a lot of mm-hmm. musical type stuff. Um, yeah, there's literally episodes out there, you know, that, go with all of those things so you know, they're going to appeal to this van or that van or whatever yeah and, and it takes a whole team of writers and probably
1: different people have their different strength i would imagine and this episode I, guys i just pulled it up it was written by robert bella uh he's a staff writer and uh it was directed by a woman jessica Yu. that's cool there aren't a whole lot of female
2: TV directors, so that's always uh, a really cool thing when you see that. Yeah, that actually uh, makes me wonder, because there's um, another soap opera actress, uh, actually two of them, that direct TV episodes. I'm surprised mm. that Nathan hasn't had them come over and direct Castle, especially um, Kimberly McCullough, who, you know, was on General Hospital, which is on ABC. Yeah. So yeah, that would be interesting, since they're obviously open to female directors. I mean, the show is based around a strong woman. <laughs> Right, exactly. Now, he, um, it
1: looks like he maybe is going to be writing next week's episode, too. So, he's cool. staff writer on Castle. He's mm-hmm. done a lot. He's, boy, he's got a resume, guys. Check him out on IMDb. It's so interesting to see how all these people, um, you know, other projects they've worked on. For instance, he he worked on The Help as well. The movie. Oh, that's a good movie. So it's just, yeah, it's interesting how it all comes back around. And speaking of all coming back around, I know that... Um, this was an interesting week. Castle, uh, the show, was um, featured on Good Morning America yesterday morning.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Mm.
1: So, which is um, on ABC as well. So, they did a little promo for the episode last night. I don't know if anyone caught it, um, but it was really fun. And it reminded me of a story that I wrote <laughs> when I um, played in on Castle. It was like three years ago or so, but I got to go on set and the day that I was acting, doing my few lines behind the desk as a newscaster, <laughs> I also got to interview Nathan oh, and, nice. and the gang. And so I was doing two things at once, which is really tricky. And that's what the newscaster from GMA did yesterday. So I was like, oh, I want to do that again. That's really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: But it's cool. I love it when they let you go behind the scenes on a set and see. See all see of See those it. folks working, right? Yeah, because, you you know, what we see on TV is only like a the tip of the iceberg of what goes on. like, And so it's really interesting to see what it is behind there. I know some people may be disappointed to find that, you know, you're not really in New York or this or that, but to me, it's just, you know, you're like, wow, that looks so different on TV. Oh,
1: totally. Absolutely. Yes. Things do look different on TV. Like, all of Los Angeles Mm -hmm. looks different on TV. Um, I feel like, you know when you see Los Angeles all the time in movies Mm -hmm. and commercials, like, it's kind of the really super clean version of los angeles yeah the one that, that
2: doesn't exist <laughs> i know because someone who came from dallas texas to here it was just like oh wow like this does not look like it does in the movie oh my gosh yeah i'm like oh, where like this is it like <laughs> i mean there are there are parts
1: there are parts that are very yeah. picturesque but um but it's a big sprawling city as well yeah. But um, but that's the whole illusion of television. Yeah, see, even the yes. city is more glamorous than it really is. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and the other thing that's cool. And are you a Walking Dead fan? Oh, big time. Did you know Nathan was on the Talking Dead? Yes,
2: I did. I watched him, and he yes! was he was so good on it. Like, because to me, um, a lot of times when they get the celebrity guests, they can just be a little bit too talkative and like wait. And yes. because they had uh, Danae Guerrero who played Michonne. He basically just sat there and waited till he was asked and i was like what a polite gentleman he was and he was so funny because what i if you haven't watched walking dead mute it right now so yeah when michonne spoiler. uh spoiler who, alert i know <laughs> thank you Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. wow spoiler thank you but yeah his comment on how he thought she might die because she hooked up with rick it was so cute i was like uh oh, he really is so much like castle he's like first thing i thought was <laughs> uh, that is super fun yeah. now, I know
1: that Like, I can get that on demand so you guys check that check check out Nathan Fillion on The yeah. Talking Dead if you're a Nathan fan it's really fan, funny <laughs> yeah and I think I just think he really gets you know yeah. it, it kind of from Firefly like he understands a series like that that's so popular and has so many followers and he's just a great
2: guy yeah and he's just a fan himself you know yeah Wanted to talk about it that's what i love about that show is like you know it's just fans and you know you're like we're your fans and you're fans of that yeah (laughs) yep all right guys well that wraps up season eight episode
1: 12 of castle thank you so much for joining us and you know come back next week we'll be here at 4 Mm p.m pacific standard time our regular Mm -hmm. slot And,
2: Lucretia, where can they find you, girl? Well, if you can spell my name right, it's L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N. And that's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. And also tonight, for the Better Call Saul, after show here on After Buzz at 6 p.m. Without Mm -hmm. liquor this time. Yeah, I'll try not to drink. Ah. Saul, you know, is is not mad. Although sometimes that's the thing to do if
1: you're feeling a little tired is just have another one. (laughs) Hair of the dog.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hair of the dog, that's right.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you enjoying this show, Castle, just as much as we do. We'll see you next week. I'm J2 Snyder on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for giving us a thumbs up. Mwah!